Did you know that according to one estimate, there are about 46,000 Christian organizations and denominations in the world today? Whether this number is accurate or not, you can't deny the fact that not all of these churches are correct in their doctrines and beliefs. There are and there will always be those who will give you the wrong teachings. That's why in this presentation, I want to share with you some of the false teachings many churches promote in this modern time. It is vital that you know which teachings are false because they can dramatically affect your salvation. So join me today and let us discuss the five false teachings that endanger your salvation. False teaching number one, faith alone. The first false teaching that you will commonly hear in mainstream Christianity would be this teaching, faith alone. Basically, what this teaching promotes is the belief that you simply have to believe and you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and you're already saved. Technically, what this is saying is that you can be a sinner all you want in your life and when you are about to die, you simply pray the sinner's prayer and you're on your way to heaven. However, can you really find this teaching in the Bible? We clearly read in the book of James that this is not the case. In James 2 verse 14, he wrote, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? What did James call a faith that does not have works? We read in James 2 verse 17, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So faith without works is dead. What's so shocking about James' statement is that when you simply believe in God, you are no better than the demons. In James 2 verse 19, we read, You believe that there is one God? You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. He went on to write in James 2 verse 20, But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? He concluded in verse 26 of the same chapter, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So, that's the first dangerous teaching of most Christians today. While faith alone is wrong, Christians can also believe the opposite extreme end of this teaching. This leads us to the second point, false teaching number two, works alone. If faith alone tells us that all we need is to believe, works alone tells us that it is our works that will save us. Nothing can be farther than the truth. Salvation is never earned. It is a gift freely given to us by God. No amount of works can earn you salvation. No amount of commandment keeping can wipe away all your sins. Even if you keep God's laws perfectly from this day forward, it won't erase the sins you have committed in the past. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 clearly tells us, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. As you can see, it is not us who will save ourselves. It takes God's grace. So we need to ask this crucial question. If we are saved by grace, then does this mean there's no need for good works? Absolutely not. The problem with most Christians today is that they stop reading the second chapter of Ephesians in verse 9. They don't read verse 10, which says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for 
good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So faith, grace, and good works harmoniously work together. Here's the conclusion we should learn. No amount of works can save you but only grace. However, good works are still important because it serves as an evidence of the changes in your life. You can't simply accept and believe in God while you don't exert any effort in overcoming your sins and following His commandments. False teaching number three, you don't need to keep God's commandments. Some Christians suggest that since we are already under the new covenant, there's no need to keep God's commandments anymore. Christ kept it for us so we don't have to. Have you thought about how absurd this teaching is? Think about this for a second. You have an older brother and this brother always obeys your parents and he's always a good boy. Does this mean that you don't have to obey your parents? since your brother has obeyed your parents already? Of course not! Yahshua or Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 17, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. When God say don't, people do. That's exactly what many Christians think today that Christ came to destroy the law and the prophets. In verse 18 we read, For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Now, are the heavens still there? Do you see the earth? Obviously, yes! So this means the law of God are still here for us to keep. In verse 19, Christ gave us a stern warning. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So those who are teaching that the commandments of God are no longer binding will be called the least in the kingdom of God. On the other hand, those who do not just teach but also do the commandments of God will be called great in the kingdom of God. This teaching of Christ is diametrically opposite to what most Christians believe and teach in our modern day. False teaching number four. Once saved, always saved. Once saved, always saved, or some would call it eternal security, is the teaching that once you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you won't lose your salvation anymore, no matter what happens after that. It sounds like a great teaching, right? After all, who would like to lose their salvation? However, does this mean it is the truth? Here's what the Bible says. Matthew 24 verse 13. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. So as you can see, enduring is needed to be saved. Yahshua didn't say that as long as you accept me, you'll be saved and there's no enduring anymore. This verse tells us that even if you started in believing God, but you didn't endure until the end, then you won't be saved. Simple as that. There are other verses that debunk the once saved, always saved teaching. But for now, you get the idea that this teaching is never rooted in the Bible. False teaching number five, prosperity gospel. Among the biggest churches today around the world are preachers of prosperity gospels. Before we proceed, let's first discuss what prosperity gospel is. At its core, the prosperity gospel is the teaching that God blesses Christians with good health and wealth. It means that when you only believe, 
you can somehow command God to bless you with prosperity and heal you from all your diseases. If you look into the history of prosperity gospel, it is actually inspired by the new thought movement in the late 19th century. This movement is based on the belief that if you use positive thinking, you will also receive positive outcomes. So basically, it is the combination of self-help psychology and Christianity. So, is God's purpose for you is to consistently become healthy, wealthy, and happy? Here's the truth. God wants the best for all of us. However, this does not mean that we will not go through trials and suffering. Do you know why? Because it is through trials and difficulties we can develop our godly character. In some cases, God places more importance on building our character rather than our comfort. If you look into the Bible, some of the most faithful servants of God suffered greatly. Think about righteous Abel. He was killed by his brother. How about the prophets? A lot of them went through trials in life. Some are even persecuted and killed for preaching God's word. How about Paul? He is the apostle to the Gentiles and God mightily used him for his work. Yet, we see that he experienced a lot of hardships. Does this mean that Paul has less faith than any of us that he should suffer? Does this mean that Paul didn't believe enough for God to bring him wealth and health? Of course not. Perhaps, when you think about the prosperity gospel, you simply need to think about Yahshua, our Messiah. He was despised, persecuted, and killed. If Christ is physically here with us today, He would be the first one who will disqualify Himself by the teaching of health and wealth gospel preachers. As you can see, the prosperity gospel distorts the true teaching of the Bible. Don't believe the lies some pastors will tell you that you will eternally be happy and wealthy in this life, as long as you believe. These are just some of the false teachings that you need to reject. If you hear these teachings in the pulpit of your church or read them on your statement of fundamental beliefs, then you've got to leave that group as soon as you can. These false teachings are not just there to pervert your right understanding of God's Word, but they can also endanger your salvation. Now, what you just learned from this presentation is simply a quick overview of the many false teachings in our world today. If you wish to learn more, I would like to give you a free copy of my book, The Shocking Biblical Truth About the New Covenant. In this book, you will learn how so many Christians are led to believe a false doctrine that perverts the true purpose of God's grace and law. You will be shocked how the world of Christianity perverts God's grace and rejects His commandments. So if you want to request your free copy, I have included the link in the description box. Well, that's it for me. I hope you learned something important today. I'm Joshua Infantado of Becoming Christians Academy, praying that God will lead us to all truth. See you next time.